0: Yeah. Oh, are you all right, Dr. Luver? Where am I? Oh, uh, buried alive in a cave-in, I'm afraid. And just as you'd press the button on the randomizer. Are you okay? Yes. Uh, I think so. good did you still have the randomizer printout in there? Yes. I've got it. Right, well, if you could just uh, pass that through to me. But I can't move. Oh, okay, don't worry. Let me just reach through the rocks here and grab it. Ah. Ah, okay. Ah, well, today's episode is from Thunderbirds, and it's alias Mr. Hackenbacker. Suppose I better
1: go and watch it then. Don't leave me.
0: DTFN!
1: Come back. Nothing.
0: So, welcome back to Thunderbirds on the Randomizer with. A shot of the sky and the words alias mr hackenbacker and um yes uh, incredibly enough this episode continues our randomizer trend of watching the second series of thunderbirds in reverse order
2: is final
0: which i swear is not planned it's just one of these odd little quirks of the randomizer
2: <laughs>
0: this is now the fourth of the uh six series two episodes that we've done. We've only got two left, Path of Destruction and Atlantic Inferno. I wonder if we will keep the, uh,
3: Confirm undercut defect. the
0: watching them in reverse order trend.
3: Have completed crash drill. Or
0: if we'll fail at the last hurdle. We'll have to wait and see for when those episodes turn up. Meanwhile,
2: Emergency Vehicles in position. we
0: have a fairly grim opening. This is it. With this plane coming in to touch down at London Airport. We know it's London Airport because we've heard Commander Norman's voice. We've seen all the familiar stock footage of emergency vehicles rushing round and so forth, but this plane crash is uh, not going to end as well as the, uh, the fire flash touchdown did. This is a plane on fire. It's made it down, but... Whoa! It's now in several bits.
2: Gentlemen, the film you've just seen illustrates the greatest danger in any crash landing.
0: Big explosions.
2: Fire hazard. Have you found an answer with Skype?
0: Yeah, apparently that is a real um, extensive te- piece of footage in the Thunderbirds universe. This uh, actual real plane disaster.
1: Make a statement. All well, in good time.
0: Now you might say that uh, you know that, that that is quite grim for Thunderbirds. Presumably a lot of people died there, but
2: Mr. Hackenberger should be arriving any minute now. You
0: have to remember this is London Airport. Under the supervision of Commander Norman, stuff like this happens two, three, four times a week. So they're used to it. This is Hiram K Hackenbacker? Meanwhile, here's brains. Uh, go ahead, uh, Mr. Uh, Hackenbacker. Using the alias of Mr. Hackenbacker, and it is just an alias. There's no way the brains of at least of the original series is in any way named Hiram K Hackenbacker. For starters, the title kind of gives that away. Alias, Mr. Hackenbacker. Uh, can I see your pass, please? You say it? it's the same security guard from Path of Destruction but also the fact that he and, and various other characters don't recognise the name or don't respond to the name throughout the, the rest of the, the story.
3: Straight ahead, sir. You'll find the other members of the party on Building 67 Observation Roof.
0: As for other incarnations of brains, I can't really speak to those through um, our basic lack of interest really in the, the live-action and uh, CGI Thunderbirds, but uh, for the original series at least, no. He's not Hiram K. Hackenbacker. But this is his latest invention, uh, apparently a plane.
3: There she is, the Skythrust. Hmm, a very nice looking job, I may say, Sir Hackenbrook. Uh, the name is Hackenbacker, actually, sir. Uh, yes, 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 And I can't really take the whole credit, you know. I only designed some of its new experimental features.
0: Ah. Yes, so he didn't design the whole plane, just, uh, just part of it. Which part, you may
1: ask? The Skythrust calling control.
0: Well, they're not going to tell us until much, much later. I'm
2: ready to commence test routine. Permission to proceed, sir? Um, yes, yes, of course, of course. Unless Mr. Hackenbrink has any further instructions for the pilot?
0: Oh, I love this guy. This airport... I don't even know what this guy's job is. He's not part of the regular London airport structure, clearly. He's uh, Captain Savile. Go
1: ahead. And good luck. Thank you, sir. Okay, let's line her up.
0: And his job just seems to be, to be one of those... Um, old-fashioned, biggles-ish, pilot-ish figures that you often get in the Thunderbirds aviation scene. And we're going to spend a lot of time this episode with this aircraft, the Skythrust. And I've got to say it's never really... I've never really liked this... this machine. She looks good. No, she doesn't. She's responding nicely. I think she looks a bit too boxy. Airspeed, 190 knots. Rotate. Rotate. Uh, yeah, i just I just don't like like the look of Skythrust thrust in any way, um, except for the lovely metallic chrome blue uh, of much of the body, which is
2: uh, Joe
0: reminds me a lot of uh, of zero x, uh, particularly with the red stripes at random points on the body. Anyway, this plane has taken off. leveling up. Truly a momentous occasion for all concerned. And the cockpit of the Skythrust is, I believe...
2: I just couldn't fault that tickle.
0: ...a reworking of the, um, Zero-X
3: cockpit. ...behavior, though, as far as I am concerned, the full test of her abilities ha- has yet to come. How do you mean, Mr. Hackenbagger? What's special
2: about Skythrust that we haven't heard about? I'm afraid we can't answer that yet. As Captain Savile said, Skythrust does incorporate certain new features, but we're not in a position to divulge these at present. You must wait until the end of the episode. When is the Skythrust due to come into service? Very soon indeed. There are a few formalities, certificate of airworthiness and so forth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a formality. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Make sure the thing's actually safe to fly. But that's a minor concern. It's minor. Hear the latest from Ashton. All right, Hackenbecker. See you later. I like seeing as well in this... Um, Observation deck at London Airport lots of familiar puppets the guy who drove the crab logger and um, dick O'Shea from uh, Atlantic Inferno is there and uh, uh, one of the crew from Ocean Pioneer and uh, one puppet with a very big forehead who uh, Seems to have um, I I think it was in Thunderbird 6 at London International Airport in the uh, very scary laughing scene
1: in aviation circles has it that the Skythrust has some revolutionary new features. But Hiram K. Hackenbacker, the brilliant American designer and a well-known man of mystery... Ooh. ...would give no information about the aircraft. He has played a large part in designing. Does it say when the Skythrust goes into service?
2: I want to ride on it. My brains are staying on in Europe. It
1: says, very soon it is expected that the first flight will be London-bound from Paris.
0: I love all this, um. Look! Oh, Penelope's on the cover of a magazine. That's something. Yeah, much more interesting than Brain's of Stupid Plane.
4: Feature about Penelope. Oh, Everyone's good. in the news this week. Except, except me. in the Paris.
0: Uh, yeah, I love all this. Oh, Skythrust has some very revolutionary features. No one's going to talk about it. I would love it if people have built this plane up, and then it was just—I I don't know—something about the bathroom was different, or they had a, a, a flavor of cookie that you couldn't get anywhere else, or something.
4: You have Penelope and I always mentioning him. He's a favorite Paris designer.
0: But here, the story is going to take an abrupt turn from uh, exciting new aircraft developments.
4: I wonder what it'll be.
0: To the Paris fashion scene. Yeah, poor old Tintin is, is now firmly relegated into Oh, wonderful dresses. Oh, cool disc jockey. He's minty. Rather than, you know, the intelligent engineer scientist she was in the first series. Now she just sits there and l- reads magazines. About her friend. Because her friend wouldn't dream of inviting her along to meet this man that they apparently both talk about all the time. We
3: model for me at the premier. Francois Lemaire. Now,
5: what wonderful surprises have you got in store for us this season?
3: I promise you my creations will go down in
0: history. So I I'm torn with this because on the one hand I really like
3: Some of my would give up.
0: Ray Barrett's performance here as Francois Lemaire. On the other hand, and this may
3: this may be a
0: agenda a, a thing, perhaps. The fashion stuff just leaves me absolutely cold. And we are going to spend much of our time this episode
3: Does it mean
0: at a fashion show. Are being oh no.
3: I don't understand what is this uh, bug.
0: And it's slightly different from the situation we had in Model Spy because, although it was very a very similar setup, we're in the fashion world. Here's this French designer guy, um, but there was enough of a there was enough mystery and action along with that to
5: guy may have found their little secret
0: to um, keep keep our interest or keep my interest at least. These very long scenes i believed it of Penelope and Francois slowly pr- not just not it's not just the fashion stuff it's this business of slowly plodding round the room discovering bug after bug after bug I oh, and I know there's one or two very quotable lines in here but I just want to I really just want to skip over the next ten minutes because I know
5: I see there's not
0: really much here.
5: But not quite clever enough.
0: Uh-huh.
5: Peeping Tom.
0: Yeah, close the curtains. That'll take care of that.
5: ...under constant surveillance from a long-range television camera. <gasps> oh, oh, mon dieu. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, Francois. Go ahead.
0: Good. So, well, this Francois guy has developed a great secret. I shall commit my great secret to Pepper. Right. He's going to write it down for us now.
3: Let me see.
0: (sighs) I have designed a new form. Stop. Oh.
5: Please show me that pen.
0: Pen examinations, Thunderbirds, everybody, yeah, this is um an episode that i I feel raises the question: Was Thunderbirds running out of ideas by this point?
5: How long have you had this pen
0: and i i I'm not entirely sure of the answer because you know, following this we get Lord Parker's holiday and then we get ricochet, which I think is a real return to form but for there only to be six episodes in the second series Okay, one is a Christmas episode Which kind of explains the fact that it's Not all that Thunderbirdsy But this one It's not only deathly dull Through this Fashion world stuff But also the Skythrust element Is very reminiscent of The Fireflash stuff that we've seen before
5: doesn't transmit anything that the writer commits to paper
0: so I, I just I don't know. Were they running out of ideas by this point?
5: That
0: it's one of those questions we'll never get answered because um, whether they had more ideas or not, they didn't have the chance to realize them because we only got six episodes of Thunderbird series two. Meanwhile, Francoise pen has also been revealed to be a bug. But Penelope has written out the message. It will take better men than you to find out our
3: secrets. Bogs in the flowers, peeping Thomases at the windows, pens at send messages. Oh, I need reviving.
0: That's a lovely line. Yes, Monsieur. Ah, Autons!
3: Yes, Mursuit.
0: Yeah, I, that, that's another thing as well, the uh, the look of the fashion models in this uh, story.
3: They are quite terrifying. These are my two leading models, Madeleine and Dédrine. Try not to scream.
5: And they know your secret? <gasps>
3: Indeed, they do. And this, at last, my dear Penelope, is my secret. Oh, better check for bugs.
5: Dear Francois.
0: What is it? It's a small box.
5: I mean, am I being
0: unfair? Are there people who really find the fashion world side of this uh, interesting and a, an interesting diversion and a nice break from the norm for Thunderbirds? Or. <laughs> Does it get to a point where you almost feel like you're watching the Penelope show?
3: And you find Penelope. I, <laughs> I named it after you, Penelope. Oh. I hope.
0: You Which is so far from the basic idea of Thunderbirds that it's... It is almost like watching a different series.
3: Penelope can be made into any kind of costume design.
0: And I remember feeling this even as a kid the first time I saw this. What, over 30 years ago now? Just, why, where did Thunderbirds go? Oh, bring back my Thunderbirds.
5: Why, I could carry a whole wardrobe around with me in my handbag. Ah, <sighs>
0: Yay, miracles of science. Muriel,
3: just look at this. What is it?
5: This looks
3: like an ensemble
4: made of leather. Yes.
3: Though in fact, it is made entirely of Penelope. Oh, how marvelous! Oh. Here are some other designs in the collection. All made of Penelope. I'm going to wet myself.
0: Yes, oh, no, these are just drawings of uh, of clothes. Oh, Inc- including one of a lady wearing a sort of fabric cloth hat thing. It makes her look like she's got a huge brain, almost like a Talosian from Star Trek.
5: Ah. Ah, tea. How civilised.
0: Ah.
5: Do you take sugar, Lady Penelope? Well, uh, one lump wouldn't do any harm, I suppose.
0: And I think this is also... Um, the reason we're we're focusing so extensively on the fashion side of things. Oh, there's a bug in a sugar cube. Um, Is probably the Andersons, or whoever, wanted to show off the the skill of their designers. And, you know, that's fine, that's great, but uh, it does overwhelm the story. But it's not just the costume designs as well. I think at this point in Thunderbirds you're seeing a kind of evolution of the sets as well. I was noticing... There are some stairs out on um, Francois's balcony, leading upwards. Wooden stairs with no handrails, and, and as such, and they reminded me a lot of the
3: suggest um, the top of the Tower.
0: The room layouts in uh, Captain Scarlet and Joe 90. I really feel there's a, a, a shift in the visual aesthetics going into the second series of Thunderbirds that you then see in those shows.
5: But first of all, I shall have to contact a friend. Huh? Yay, London!
2: Well, Skytrust is ready to go into service immediately. The final test. Did we get that certificate of airworthiness? I have. I must offer you my congratulations once again, Mr. Uh, um. <laughs> A call for Mr. Hackenbacker, sir. Um,
4: if
0: you would like to take it outside. So Savile doesn't know who Brains is. Um, Mr. Hackenbacker. And even Brains doesn't know who Brains is supposed to be because it's an atheist. Oh yeah, that's me.
3: Uh, A number three phone. Of course, but it is surprising how bears out what I've always said. And what is
2: that? People with good intellects often have no head for names. Ah, uh, see, this is a nice guest
0: character. For in very few scenes, relatively few scenes, really. But um, go ahead, Gwala. Oh, what was I going to say? I've forgotten. I are you? But it, yeah, it. But yeah, it is surprising how many people genuinely think that is Brains's actual real name, considering. All the evidence to the contrary in this episode.
5: Got a big favour to ask.
0: I think it's probably more the uh, effects of spin-off media. Meanwhile, we are back in Paris. I love the streets of uh, Paris in Thunderbirds, and it looks like we are back at the uh, same restaurant we were at for Perils of Penelope. Again seeing some familiar faces in the uh, customers at this restaurant, including Dick O'Shea again.
1: Oh, but you haven't explained how you came to know Hiram Hackenbacker.
5: Mr. Ashton, you must allow a...
0: There's uh, Cass Carnaby, Eddie Kerr.
5: Let me just say that he and I are associates.
1: Well, Hiram's quite a dark horse. Boy, what brains that fellow had.
5: Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> uh Oh, now. About the scheme
1: of And this is of course the uh, Seems a lot of trouble to go to Just
0: for a fashion show Only episode of Thunderbirds to feature Voices by Paul Maxwell <laughs> He is the only one isn't it
3: Yeah old, monsieur?
0: Yeah I think so yeah Obviously he did uh, Thunderbirds I'll Go as well But yeah nice to see him in uh, An episode What's this Oh, is there another bug?
3: I'll get you to read it, lady. It's another of them transmitters
5: bugging you. <sighs> the coffee pot. It must be the coffee pot.
0: Oh, it's another suspicious waiter. I also and I may have said it before, as much as I love Barry Grey, I hate it when he does this. I I'm, I'm not sure if I if I hate it or if it was just overused. I don't understand. That
5: the waiter beep 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 beep
0: beep beep beep, beep in music when You know, when we're sending a a message, and it came up a lot in Joe 90 as well.
5: And even if you did, he'd tell us nothing. Now do you see how important this fashion show is?
1: It's the most important thing in the world! Must switch the location of the preview.
0: World safety depends on it. I, I just... I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about clothes. I mean, if you've seen me, you know I don't care about clothes. It's so dull. So with um Okay. Two fairly separate plots.
2: Got a
1: couple of telegrams for you, sir. Trying to coexist oh, here. Opening night. Everybody wishes
3: everybody else good luck.
1: Okay. Let's get the freight deck loaded.
3: Yes, sir.
0: So that's Mason, the steward. Yeah, very much uh very much reminiscent of Zero X close ups on Sky Thrust's uh rear section as it opens a uh, a ramp for for vehicles to board.
3: Oh dear! I have the butterflies in my stomach every time before a new collection is shown. Did Are the costumes still all right? Perfectly
4: all right.
0: Ah. See, because because Penylan is small, you can get more clothes into smaller boxes. You see. Again, it's not, it's not enough. Epi- it's not enough material to build an episode around. I don't think.
3: Oh yes, belated. I do find this an
0: interesting misfire
3: Have
0: for the show. I think they've sort of I, I you know I appreciate that they're trying to incorporate essentially and I may be I may be overstepping the point here, but I I appreciate that they are kind of Lady Penelope making an effort here to include Perhaps more material...
3: Oh, yes, the airline people have done a beautiful... Condo. ...for an
0: audience of, of, of girls, essentially. Um, all these lovely clothes and, uh, and pretty dresses. But, uh, I don't know. I think they've gone a bit too far with this. Now
3: remember, Penelope. You must go and get changed as soon as we've leveled out.
5: Don't
3: worry, Francois. The safety of the world depends upon it. How about the music? Is it is it going to be alright?
4: Mason, the steward is taking care of that. He's new to the airline, but I've explained how the cues will go. Ah.
0: A new steward? This is a, an interesting point to note as Skythrust takes to the air... ...for its first commercial flight. And again, it, it really lacks the... The weight and majesty of the same thing with the fire flash in the very first episode.
3: The Skythrust should have left Paris by now, Tintin. Anyway, Tintin has been allowed out of her cage. Hearing about the dress show. Oh. Uh, well. R-
0: remember, Tintin, when you used to be interested in uh, m- m- mechanical engineering? What's the plane.
4: Aren't you excited, Brains?
0: That l- lobotomy seems to have really taken with you. I miss the first series, Tintin. And I, I suspect that, again, it's probably a, a consequence of pushing Penelope so much into the foreground. Tintin kind of recedes. But I do wish they'd kept them more as a pair, the way they were in the Cham Cham. I think they complemented each other quite well. And,
3: uh, and slim-shaped bodies. <sighs> this skirt flares slightly at the end.
0: The now we are actually watching puppets put on a fashion show.
3: Say, this Penelope is a sensation. It's the biggest thing in fabric development since the cotton milk. My god, I'm so excited about this Pennon! Alligator Attack. This is strictly for wearing after dark. Oh. And number 36?
0: It just keeps going. I've skipped at least two costume reveals here. Then it just keeps going, it keeps cutting to the plane and cutting back to the costumes.
3: Is something going to happen?
0: The plane is turning. The plane is turning, okay.
3: Proceeding now to London, ETA 15 minutes. London control
0: to Skythrump. And here's an old face.
3: Our radar, provisional runway allocation number.
0: It's Lieutenant Burrows from Operation Crash Dive.
3: There's uh, Mr Hackenbacker here who uh,
0: <clears throat> sends his best to you. He's a uh, assistant controller in uh, the tower at London airport.
2: Cute little escorting. They've got just about the biggest bottle of champagne you've ever seen.
0: It's, uh, it's clearly the same puppet, and I suspect Ray Barrett is just doing a generic voice without realising this is a character he's played before. But the puppet does look a bit glammed up. It does look like he's, uh, he's had a bit of
3: uh, cosmetic
0: surgery done since, uh, since Operation Crash Dive
4: has Madeline got to? Oh, I haven't a clue, darling. I
0: haven't a clue. I haven't seen her since the show. Maybe she died of boredom. Oh, no, she's gone up to the flight deck.
5: May I uh, come through? Uh, you don't mind me taking a quick look in the flight deck?
1: Well, I, I guess it'll be all right. Hmm. Take her down.
0: What, what, here? Oh, you mean the plane.
5: just where they are.
0: Oh.
1: Hey, what is this? She's got a gun.
5: This is just the end of part one, my friend. Part two of the journey is just beginning.
1: Oh. I think you'd
3: better give me that.
5: Don't. Do- You're a
0: girl and might do something naughty with the gun.
5: We are not going to London.
0: Thank goodness she waited until after the dress show to do this. I, I couldn't have bared it if she'd interrupted the dress
1: show.
5: Now, set a course. We haven't got time to waste.
1: Now, don't fool yourself into thinking you'll get away with this on your own. I was Steve Zodiac, and I can take you any day.
5: Who said I was alone? You idiot! This is an outrage!
2: When I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. Ah, Mason the
0: steward is also in on the plot.
2: No one in this aircraft's gonna get hurt, None if they're sensible. There's just been a slight change in plans. It always
0: surprises me when I rewatch this that uh, Deirdre, the other Auton model, wasn't involved in this. I, I remember her being... Uh, being in on the scheme with
2: with Madeleine.
5: The entire collection. <gasps> oh,
2: no. This Penelon stuff is too good a haul to lose. Oh,
0: fashion world espionage. It's exciting, damn it. It's not exciting, really.
5: Don't get any clever idea about radio. It wouldn't do much good anyway. There isn't a person in this world can help you now.
3: Oh.
0: Well, there's this thing called international rescue. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. They used to do uh, sort of rescue things in the show called Thunderbirds. But we're now thirty-two, no, thirty-three minutes into this episode, and uh, they're still sitting around on Tracy Island.
3: We must do something, Penelope.
5: There is
0: one chance. Ah. Well, it's nice that she finally remembered she's an agent of international
2: rescue. It's Penelope she's in trouble. I thought it was a little too peaceful around here.
1: Why are we waiting? I
0: thought she'd get herself into nice. difficulty sooner or later.
1: On
2: my way. You too, Virgil. Yes, sir. I'll contact Alan and send him down.
1: Sure thing. Oh.
0: That was interesting new footage of Virgil talking as he was uh, lifted up on the painting. Normally they just sit, stick to stock footage, but I guess because Series Two Virgil looks so different from Series One, it was worth uh, reshooting that shot. So, Alan gets to uh,
2: contact in London to see if he's any idea what's gone wrong.
0: Join Virgil on this mission.
2: Penelope's signal as soon as you can.
0: I love that nobody as yet actually knows what's happened, but because Penelope's involved, it's all hands on deck.
5: This aircraft will soon be tracked down. Well, oh, that's where you're wrong.
0: I won't stand for this fashion show being
1: interrupted. I have a bearing on Skythrust, Father. Right. Zero forty 40 degrees.
2: 18 minutes. 40 degrees, 18 minutes. When we hear from Virgil, we'll be able to pinpoint Skythrust's exact position.
0: Yay, position plotting. Father,
3: Right on cue. Zero, two, three...
0: Oh, de- poor old Gordon. There's another character who's trying his best to stay relevant to the show and uh, failing quite uh, quite spectacularly.
2: 023 degrees.
0: 17 minutes.
2: ...for the Sahara.
0: Why? Did I you get that, someone? 023.17. What's that, what's that from? That's... That's, um... That, yeah, that's Captain Grey reporting in Captain Black's position to Colonel White in Manhunt.
1: I'm a number three tracking vehicle. We have a bearing of 023 degrees, 17 minutes. Did you get that, Colonel? 023.17. Yes, thank you, Captain.
3: Sand, sand. Nothing but sand. Stop griping, Ross. Oh. Get on that radio.
0: Strange piece of dialogue to uh for them to repeat in a, a later episode.
3: Uh, nice, Ross. Come in, please.
0: Meanwhile, in the middle of the desert,
3: there's no answer.
0: Are these two. That has
3: got a limited range, remember?
0: Naughty gentlemen.
3: This is International Rescue calling SkyTrust. International Rescue?
1: Who are they? loud and clear international rescue request you return to london skythrust
5: and if we don't what then
1: i'm afraid we'll have to take action to force you
5: to trying to kid. your job is to save lives not to risk
0: them that's where you're wrong
2: well i have a feeling we can bluff them for a bit brains has an idea he's telling virgil about it now
0: oh yeah brains um ostensibly the uh the focus of this story...
3: What I'm going to ask you to do will sound crazy, but I have a hunch it'll work. T- take off your pants, then... I want you to load up a low-velocity, non-explosive missile and take a pot shot at Thrust's undercut. Ooh. Sounds pretty risky, Blaine's. Now, uh, now, don't worry, Virgil. It'll be all right. Just trust Mr. Hackenbacker.
1: Okay, then. Hire him.
3: So, Brains
1: has a plan? Eight minutes from touchdown. We won't be able to land. The runway wasn't built for a jet this size.
5: A good try, Ashton, but it won't work. I, um. This is Skytrust. I've got
0: to say, I've thoroughly lost interest by this point.
5: This is Skythrust calling Sahara. Come in, please.
1: It's them. Answer it. Hello.
0: And I don't know if it's because of this, um, mishmash of ideas that don't work at least don't work together. Fine, is everything okay? The repetitive feel of this plane hijacking subplot.
5: Not even international rescue.
0: Or the fact that it's taken international rescue so long to show up.
3: Look, a Thunderbird.
0: <gasps> oh, and there's a rare occasion of, uh, yeah, somebody referring to, uh, well, referring to an international rescue vehicle as a Thunderbird or the Thunderbirds.
3: It's time, Alan both
0: happened uh, at least once in the show and uh, these shots of Thunderbird 2 banking and weaving around Skythrust I've got to say I adore Thunderbird 2 she has never looked so bad as she does in this sequence she looks so small there's none of that weight and grandeur that, that you associate with the craft I'll do it. Oh She's threatening to put a bullet through Ashton's head. Cliffhanger Music tells us she means business. But uh, I still don't care. Yeah, oh dear Thunderbird 2. Small and weaving and wobbling. Was Brain's idea, Alan. Right. Let's get back after them. So, weaving and wobbling didn't work. Let's try
3: shooting. I'll keeping the blind spot below their tail. Missile away! Oh, they blew a hole in it. What was that? The wheel housing's
1: locked. No matter how many times I flick the switch, it won't clear. And it means we can't land in the Sahara. Not with an undercart malfunction.
5: Don't try and blind me with signs. She blinded me with signs!
1: Get Mason in here. You say he knows about these things?
5: I think
0: Mason knows about undercard things.
3: He's a man, you know. I hope you know what you're doing. We may not fool Mason. He could know about the Hackenbacker device. It's a
1: pretty well kept secret. I'm betting he doesn't know.
0: Yeah, that's something else that hasn't been mentioned much in the story recently. The amazing, uh, unique feature of Skythrust. Thrust. Right, Mason. Which was um again they, they promote it so heavily at the start of the story I kind of understand the fact that it hasn't been mentioned for quite a while because you can't keep doing that throughout a whole story this very important secret thing very important secret thing very important thing, very important thing can't
1: tell you now if you can tell me how to land this aircraft on the desert airstrip miles from anywhere without wheels you better tell me now young man alright head for London now wait a minute. shut up I've seen a plane go up and I don't want to be in this one when it does
2: the rendezvous was with two characters named Ross and Collins. They both had records as long as you're arm. They wanted for murder, amongst other things. Why don't you boys play them a call?
0: Oh, that'd be nice. Will do. They're going out to see Ross and Collins. Yeah, these are two villains waiting in the desert, played by...
4: I'm worried, brains. Well,
0: both played by puppets who always played villains oh, yeah. in this show. Nearly always.
4: What is so special about Sky Trust?
0: Just wait and see, Tintin. Why can't you tell me now? We're just sitting at the end of a runway doing nothing. We could have an interesting conversation. That's done. No. Keep waiting. Oh dear.
1: How much fuel left? Just under half. New-
0: yeah. It, it is such a night and day difference. This compared to trapped in the sky when you are invested all the way through with the plight of this plane and you know the bomber board and such. Here we have a an undercart malfunction, and there's no... What about it?
5: Can't we ditch some overboard, like Mason said? Well, there's no real tension
1: here. You are so worried, why don't you get back in the rear? It's the safest place. I think because
0: we're waiting for some kind of reveal of what this amazing new safety feature is, you know, it's, it's, it's largely the same setup, and in fact, in this episode, we're spending more time with the people on the plane than we did in Trapped oh, in the Sky. If you watch Trapped in the Sky... You don't really see Tintin and, and anyone else aboard the plane, except for the um, for Captain Hansen and the co-pilot. We've spent more time with these people, and yet somehow I'm less invested. Perhaps because it is just such a, an obvious reuse of the Trapped in the Sky formula. And that's it. The plane has touched down with no undercart, And here we go! The big secret, it has a... Uh, there she goes. Take her up to 40,000 feet on 320. A wobbly bit on the back that takes off, containing the fuel, thus ensuring that the fuel does not explode. <laughs> Wasn't that worth waiting for? And now all we have is a, an out-of-control plane tearing down the runway. <sighs> it also raises the question, uh, you know what, I've been, well, you know what would have been really useful for this plane that had a problem with its undercart? If you had these, like, elevator cars that it could land on... No? No, we're not gonna do that this time. Thousand
2: gallons. You've got to hand it to Hackenbacher. His ejectable fuel pod to eliminate power hazard really works. It will revolutionise flying safety. Suddenly, I'm quite prepared to
0: talk about this to anyone who'll listen, including looking directly at the camera to tell the audience how wonderful it is. And
1: it'll be
5: fine. It was no worse than one or two conventional landings I've experienced.
0: But yeah, why not, why not send Thunderbird 2 back to London and deploy the elevator cars? Okay, granted they probably weren't on board, but that was like the ideal chance to use them again.
3: Why are you not using them? What about their
0: accomplices? <sighs> anyway.
5: I'm sure they'll be well taken care of, Francois.
0: And by taken care of, I of course mean murdered.
3: I never liked the idea. Stuck out here in the desert? Quiet!
0: It is a bit random as well, these guys just dumped in the middle of nowhere with a truck waiting to meet Skythrust. Here comes an aircraft.
1: And remember, use a live
0: missile this time, Alan. We want no survivors, Alan.
5: They're coming in again. Yeah,
0: so uh, we're coming up to a moment where International Rescue are going to open fire with live ammunition on, uh, on two guys. Because, you know, Jeff Tracy was all about Saving human life, no matter what the cost. Um, We've been told that these are very naughty men, though, so let's blow up their car. Leaving them stranded in the desert. Presumably with no way to get home. Mission accomplished,
3: Father.
2: Presumably no water. Well, that just about wraps the whole thing up. Another job
0: well done. We killed two men. Most of all. We could have brought them to justice, but I prefer swift, brutal, shooting at them from the sky, justice.
2: air safety, Much more satisfying. Have you anything you'd like to say? Hmm?
3: Oh, oh oh, yeah. Uh, Why don't we all go over to the Starlight Roof and have a bite to eat? I'm starving.
0: I do like this ending with uh, all of our...
3: Still got
5: that bottle of champagne to open. Vintage 1993.
0: Our good characters waiting in the... The airport control tower.
3: Did I hear someone mention champagne?
4: Yes, Francois. Just follow Penelope.
0: Oh, that dearest girl. I would follow her to the edges of the earth. Ms. How does anyone get into and out of this tower, by May the I way? I escort you to the
3: starlight roof?
4: Why, certainly I'd be delighted, Mr. Hackenbacher.
3: Ah. Uh. You know, you can call me Hiram.
4: Why, thank you.
0: Hi, oh, I like that. I like that. That's a nice uh, note to end the episode on with a bit of flirting between uh, Brains and, and Tintin. Uh, well, not it's not even flirting. It's just a bit of affectionate banter. Anyway, that was Alias, Mr. Hackenbacker. And I think you can tell by the way that I've not only been talking about this in fairly negative terms, but I feel I've really struggled to keep going by the end of this. This is, um, you know, I didn't remember it as a particularly good episode. I'm surprised how how hard it's been for me to get through this today. Maybe watching an episode, just just sitting there passively absorbing it, as opposed to doing a, a commentary in real time. They're, they they are two different things, really. But. This one saps all my energy and enthusiasm by about the 10-minute mark. I think it is because we've just got these ideas that we've... Either ideas that we've seen before, or ideas that don't really fit the Thunderbirds' world. Throw them all together and we just end up with something that feels old and tired and, and predictable, so... Yeah, apologies to anyone who likes this one, but there's very little here for me to enjoy, unfortunately. Sorry.